A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. The Pittsville Fire Department has had a partnership with the National Farm Medicine Center since the 80s. Pittsville Fire Chief Jerry Miner says this has allowed programming and training to help fire and EMS personnel respond to farm accidents and emergencies, and this includes barn fires. He says fires used to be caused primarily by damp hay going into the mouse, but that's not the case anymore with the advent of large, round, and square bales being stored differently. Now, it's the winter month activities that bring on fire risks. But during the winter months, uh, we see things like uh, thawing out uh, water pipes, uh, uh, electrical issues because electrical systems might be overloaded or not properly set up for that structure. Uh, Those are pretty common things uh, in barns, Um, uh, areas where there's a lot of uh, 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 mechanical things going on. Uh, maybe in milk houses, things like that. Uh, electrical problems uh, are something that uh, uh, people need to look at. How old is the wiring in your barn? Chances are, if you have an old complex, you have the original wiring, which might have been fine in 1952. But today, the equipment that we use draws more power, so those systems aren't really, weren't designed for the type of uses that we have today. So... You know, inspecting your electrical service in a barn is is pretty important, pretty important stuff. And remind people, too, it's not just old buildings that are at risk for fires. Yeah, and again, if you put up a new structure, I I make assumptions that you've used a licensed electrician and and done, uh, built things uh, as close as you can to code. Um, If you're not an electrician, you shouldn't be wiring things, and we do see that uh, from time to time. And uh, that's where we, when, when you deviate from the, the standard or you deviate from the code, uh, that's where problems develop. Uh, people might think that they can take shortcuts with electric, electrical issues, and you really, you really can't. Uh, so in the wintertime, um, those are some of the, the bigger issues that we see. Uh, thawing out water pipes, um, if that happens, uh, people have used a variety of uh, methods thawed pipes, of which uh, a lot of them are not safe to do. You know, if, if you're going to be doing any of these things, you need to closely monitor it. You can't turn the heater on and walk away. Uh, those, that's where people get into trouble as well. And Jerry, there's more hazards on the farm that can cause issues that can be prevented. Well, you know, other things is related to fires on farms, chemical uh, storage, gasoline, petroleum product storage, where you keep that stuff. Uh, one of the other things uh, in, in sheds and, and in barns as well is uh, uh, storage of chemicals, uh, storage of flammables. Uh, those things shouldn't be stored in, uh, they should be stored properly. In other words, uh, in an area away from animals, in an area away from the barn. If they're stored in a shed, they should be uh, kept separate from other things. Uh, uh, one of the, uh, matter of fact, a recent fire that uh, our neighbors had that we were working on was related to uh, charging batteries. And in the wintertime, we do a lot of that. Well, if you're going to have a battery uh, a tender or a battery charger running on something, we, we need to keep an eye on that as well. 
and and we do a lot of that uh, in the winter uh, also. You know, batteries uh, take a lot of abuse uh, in the winter time. So uh, having things plugged in uh, again, uh, uh, you need to monitor that kind of stuff. So uh, doing hot work, uh, welding, grinding, those types of things in your farm shop. Make sure that the area is clear uh, from anything that's going to, uh, you know, ignite. You know, you certainly don't want to be grinding in the area where you store your your uh, your, your fuels and, and things like that. You're just inviting a problem when that happens. You know, one of the other big issues with farms or fires in general in the wintertime are our heating systems. Outdoor wood burners are great. Uh, gets the fire out of the house. If you have a heating system where you have open flame in a stove, wood burner, whatever, inside your shop, you have fire inside the building, which you can make safe. You know, make sure your the area around the stove is policed well. You don't have stuff there that can, when a spark falls out, it's not going to ignite everything on the floor. You need to have space around that heater, that furnace. Make sure the chimney is cleaned regularly, at minimum of once a month. There are other ways to heat uh, buildings, and anytime we, we have heaters going, we should, uh, again, do proper maintenance on them. Uh, if your furnace system hasn't seen uh, maintenance in five years, it's a long overdue. It's long overdue. And before this conversation we're having today, Jerry, I didn't realize just how flammable dust is, and any spark can really set that aflame. Dust itself is always an issue on a farm. I don't care whose farm you're on. It's a never-ending thing. Um, housekeeping is always an issue. Um, dust creates multiple problems. Um, if, if dust is exposed to an, ign- an ignition source, it's, it's probably going to light. When it lights, it creates an explosion, which also brings down more dust. So doing good housekeeping uh, is important. Uh, to prevent those kinds of problems. So we have one explosion when the, when the dust ignites, a second explosion uh, when it shakes the rest of the dust off the timbers, uh, and it's, it's just kind of a chain reaction thing. So, again, policing the area, keeping things as clean as possible are, are always, always, any time of the year, uh, important issues. But, Jerry, what if something does happen? How should people respond? How should farmers respond to it? Having fire uh, protection systems available, uh, and what I'm referring to is the proper size and type of fire extinguishers. A fire extinguisher is not a prevention tool. A fire extinguisher is what happens when prevention doesn't work, or is what's needed when prevention doesn't work. So we, we think of uh, fire extinguishers as, as prevention, but it's not. The fire extinguisher doesn't uh, prevent the fire from happening. It's what you use when prevention didn't didn't work or you didn't follow the rules. So having adequate fire extinguishers present, and when I say adequate for large barns, I would not have anything less than a 20-pound ABC-type extinguisher. Uh, Have it mounted in areas where you can get quick access, in other words, near doorways. So if you walk into that shed and you've got uh, smoke and, and flames coming from another location, you can grab the extinguisher by the door before you uh, enter the building any further. If the extinguisher is buried somewhere on, in your workshop, you'll never find it in time to do any good. So 
putting them uh, in code in, in businesses, we want them within 75 feet of any doorway. And the same thing should apply on a farm. Keeping the fire extinguisher serviced is important. At least once a year, you should have them serviced uh, by a, a qualified person uh, at a minimum uh, because they're in sheds and barns, they are exposed to a lot of moisture and things like that. You should inspect them yourself. Make sure that the holes and nozzles are, are free from debris. You can take an extinguisher, tip it upside down, uh, pound on it with a rubber mallet to make sure the powder inside it is not settled. Um, those are things you can do on your own, but at least once a year you should have them serviced by a qualified technician. Uh, how many extinguishers is, should you have? Well, how much property do you have to protect and what size of the buildings um, uh, that you have to protect is, is where the answer lies. Having extinguishers on equipment is a very good idea. Uh, we see harvesting equipment and tractors primarily that have fires. Harvesting equipment, uh, combines, for example, uh, fires on combines are related to, again, dust accumulation, uh, grease and oil buildup, uh, and that's where we see a lot of those ignite. Now, granted, you can have uh, fires and engines and things like that, but those pieces of equipment require pretty much nightly maintenance. If you've been harvesting all day, you need to clean the thing off at the end of the day uh, so that we don't get an accumulation of dust and, and grease and, and things that, when you put them all together, uh, start fires. I don't like those little two-and-a-half-pound, you know, put them on my boat, uh, extinguishers. They just don't have enough power behind them. A 10-pounder on a combine or, or you know, a 5-pounder on a tractor, you're protecting a piece of equipment that's a half a million dollars. Why wouldn't you have some fire protection on it? Uh, that is my question. And quite often when we get called to these things, they didn't have an extinguisher available for them that they may have been able to uh, suppress the fire and, and not need uh, the fire department services. And Jerry, before we got into this interview, you told me that the fire department does not have the authority to come on a farm and do an inspection like they do with commercial entities. So actually being invited out to the farm is important for you guys to get familiar with farms in the area. We encourage uh, uh, the rural fire service, get involved with the farms in your area. In other words, the only way you're going to get on that farm to look at it from a fire department perspective, is if you're invited out to it. The farmer is absolutely encouraged to contact the local fire department and, and ask them, hey, would you guys like to come out for a tour? Uh, you can see where all my stuff is. And how would you set up on a farm? Uh, farms are unique locations. Quite often we pull into a farmyard and uh, space is, a, is a, an issue. Where do we set up? Where are the power lines? Where are the power shutoffs? Where's the chemical storage? All of these things can be identified ahead of time. Uh, at the farm center, we have a program called Farm Mapper, where you pre-plan a farm. We take an aerial view of the farm, and then we, we, we put uh, icons on our map to show us where the hazards are and where the things are that we need to know. The fire department and the, and the farmer is a partnership that we highly uh, encourage uh, departments to create. A farm is really not that different than an industry you might see in a large municipality. A lot of the same dangers are there. 
pinch points, crush points, confined spaces, entrapment areas, uh, chemical storage. Uh, one of the only things that you know farms have that uh, large industries usually don't have are animals. So we're used to going and looking at an industry uh, as to how am I going to fight a fire in that in that uh, property. We need to do the same thing on farms. Right. It's better to have the local fire department out on the farm for a tour than fighting a fire that could have been prevented. I guess the other thing is, does everybody on your farm, you know, most farms are, are family run, uh, but that's not the case in some of the larger farms. Does everybody on the farm know how to, number one, call for help if there's a problem? Do they know how to take do basic first aid? Uh, that's another area where the local fire department can help uh, come out and teach uh, uh, farm employees to do simple things that make big differences, like stop bleeding, uh, CPR, those types of things. Those are all things that that your local fire department should be able to help you with or steer you towards someone that can help you. Uh, If you have employees on your farm, do they know all of the safety aspects of operating a particular piece of equipment? Quite often we see, you know, a, a young uh, maybe a student or a younger person come onto the farm with absolutely no farming background, which is pretty common today. And we put them into a piece of equipment that uh, is very complex, and we expect them to just be able to take off and run with it. And uh, things don't work that way. So training your personnel, training everybody what to do in the case of an emergency, not just a uh, not just a, a, a fire, but you know any any kind of emergency that can happen on a farm. How to call for help, knowing the address where they are, and the other thing we ask for is where is the patient located. Uh, on a farm, you could be at the house, you could be in the barn, or you could be in the back forty. And if you're in the back forty, and we show up with uh, just uh, I'll say just an ambulance, um, most ambulances do not drive across plowed fields. <laughs> Uh, so we need to bring extra equipment. So any additional information you can provide the 911 dispatcher about where's the patient uh, helps us better prepare and send the right equipment. Uh, because, again, farms can be a complex place if you let that happen to you. But you can prevent those things or at least minimize the complexities by going out, knowing your local farm, uh, let them know about you, you know about them. It's a fair exchange of uh, information, and you both will benefit from it. A good reminder, you know, we go through that kind of stuff in grade school, but then you, yeah. you forget, you know? Yep, yep, yep. And as the older we get, the more we forget. Great information from Pittsville Fire Chief Jerry Miner on how to prevent a barn fire tragedy on the farm. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.